Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include a live report from Manhattan, my interview with Paul Orlando on announcements from the MBA Secondary Conference, why now is the right time to be investing in technology and what lenders should be focusing on for the second half of this year, and just how quickly is the U.S. economy slowing. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Black Knight. Black Knight is a premier provider of innovative, high-performance technology, data, and analytics for first mortgages and home equity products. From point of sale through post-closing, the company's trusted loan origination system, Empower, as well as its integrated end-to-end origination solutions deliver unmatched capabilities, functionality, and support to increase processing efficiencies and lower operational costs for lenders, as well as improve the home buying experience for borrowers. Black Knight leads the mortgage technology space, helping clients of all sizes conquer business challenges and provide borrowers with the advanced digital capabilities they increasingly expect. If you're staying here in Manhattan, space is at a premium. I don't recall the last time my room had a bathroom where one could turn the shower on, flush the toilet, and brush their teeth in the sink, all for a nightly tariff that would more than cover the monthly rent in many places around the world. Although this conference is about all things capital markets, like screaming buybacks from the agencies, especially Freddie Mac, the primary markets are also a source of conversation. Quote, good originators don't always make good branch managers. Many LOs have high emotional IQs, so it's very difficult for them to let an LOA or processor go. If LOs were doing 20 loans a month, an LOA makes sense, but when, when they're doing five? Forget volume, a roughly 67% drop in units in two years? How are lenders handling that? Stay tuned for more topics from the hallways of the National Secondary. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome onto the show Lender Price's Paul Orlando to talk about why now is the right time to be investing in technology, what lenders should be focusing on for the second half of this year, and I think he has a bit of an announcement for us. He's a 36-year veteran in the mortgage and financial services industry and also EVP and Chief Strategy Officer at Lender Price focusing on leading several different technology initiatives and playing a key role overseeing areas such as corporate strategy, product innovation, and process enhancements for the company. Prior to Lenderprice, Paul spent over 20 years at Flagstar Bank, where he was SVP of development. His team built a loan origination system supporting the retail, TPO, and correspondent business channels. In addition to the client server application, web portals were also built to assist the internal and external clients. Paul was also the CIO of Mortgage Lending, HomePoint Financial, and UWM. Paul, you've been in the industry, you're you're in your fourth decade in the industry, so obviously you've seen plenty of market cycles, and this one that we're in right now wasn't very enjoyable for anybody, really. But why is now the right time to be investing in technology, and what should lenders be focusing on for the second half of this year? I would agree this is a different scenario than we've ever had. It started when, you know, rates took a historic low and now they've raised back up, not to historic highs, but higher than they've been in a long time. Um, And from the industry perspective, there's a lot of new people to the industry who have not experienced it before. So it is taking them by surprise. Uh, for those that have been in the in- industry for a long time, you know, they've seen this cyclical wave and 
are looking towards the future and figuring out what they need to do today in order to prepare themselves even better. Technology is one of those things that can really help a company, especially in the downtimes. Everyone's looking for efficiencies. Everyone's looking for cost savings. And by looking at some of the new technologies that are out there in the marketplace, including lender price, you're able to take advantage of things that you haven't seen before. So in lender price's case, we have a lot of tools that help guide the loan officers and brokers and correspondents to pick products that maybe they haven't used in the past. A lot of people have been focusing on the traditional 30-year fixed or 15-year fixed products. But there's a lot of new products out there um, that make it easier for first-time home buyers or people in non-conventional situations where they're, you know, a self-employed borrower and what options are available to them. Bank statement loans are a new thing on the marketplace that people can take advantage of. There's some non-QM products out there that, again, make it easier for people that are not looking for that traditional mortgage. And lender prices product selection tool really helps guide loan officers to those additional products that aren't the plain Jane vanilla um, product of, of the past. Additionally, as people look towards the future, they not only want to be efficient today, they want to be efficient going forward. So that way, when the market swings, they don't have to add all the staff that they have had to add in the past. So looking for things uh, such as bots that can go and work in in your application to help eliminate some of the manual processes that are being done today, looking for new tools that the MI companies or that the appraisal companies have, again, that can reduce the amount of time it takes to get a loan through the process. Looking at, you know, again, paying close attention to appraisal waivers that come from Fannie and Freddie, because again, that saves money, it saves time, and it allows your clients to close their loans quicker. So there's a whole host of things available to people today that they need to start looking at really hard in order to find ways to reduce cost, reduce time, and improve the efficiency of the overall process. In addition to all these new product offerings that are out there which benefit borrowers, borrowers are also benefiting from all types of software that that helps make the mortgage origination process more efficient, more streamlined. And you got a lot of competitors out there right now. So I, I guess I would ask you, how does lender price technology stand out from some of the others in the marketplace? So lender price has been around for about eight years now. And our application was built right from the start using APIs and microservices. These are technologies that allow us to change our application quickly, but also allow us to integrate with other lenders, vendors, you know, and point of sale solutions without having to go and recreate the wheel every time. 
by having APIs available that a lender could integrate into their front-end loan origination system, we don't have to do a lot of work on our side in order to provide all of the power that our front-end solution provides. Our front-end solution utilizes the same APIs that we make available to everyone in the marketplace. So that's a, a really um, positive experience for anyone doing integrations with lender price. Additionally, we, we've already done a lot of the work with a lot of the loan origination systems and point of sale solutions today. So that way, if you're on Encompass per se, you don't have to do the any integration work. It's already built in. It's sitting right inside the platform and it's available for you to start using tomorrow. The only thing we would have to do is import your products into the system and you're up and running. Typically, we can get somebody up and running in 90 days, um, assuming that there aren't customizations that we need to do. So our solution allows us to move quickly and nimbly, and it also provides a peace of mind that the application is going to be there when you need it. We've got our application installed across multiple cloud providers, and it allows us to be able to ensure that, let's say that the uh, AWS West region has an issue. Well, our, our solution is also hosted in AWS East region. So again, we're up, we're running, and we're available all the time. The other thing that we make available for our clients is, is something that we call a mini pricer. And it's a way that they can put something on their website really easy that they can have consumers actually go and search for products. It's a limited product set, but still it allows them to quickly integrate with us without having to do a whole lot of work. And then we have our flex pricers, which can be customized by the client to be able to uh, highlight special products. So if you're looking for non-QM products, you can create a flex pricer that has all of the right inputs so that they can quickly get non-QM products, investment products, construction products, second homes, HELOCs. So by setting up the, you can have a variety of flex pricers on your website where your loan officers just have to go in and click which one they want and it'll quickly guide them to the products that they need. So there's a lot of flexibility. And when we wanna make changes, we can do it quickly because of the microservices technology. Clients or other vendors who have a larger monolithic application, they have to go through a lot more work in order to deploy changes to their solution. And that I think is a big differentiator um, from for our lender price. So I'm glad you brought up microservices there at the end because I I heard that at the beginning and I never heard that term before. And so I, I want to ask you to elaborate briefly on it. What what do you mean by microservices? How's that actually uh, interact with with various platforms or various uh -huh. clients? So in in days gone by, everyone wrote these rather large client server applications. And it was one large um, code base. 
It had one big database that everything interacted with. So whenever you wanted to make a change, you had to change the whole application. You couldn't just say, I want to change a registration component. With microservices, you can break up your database into small little databases, as well as go and have that small section of code called application registration be a a microservice. So now you can change out a component of the application really easily without having to interrupt or affect the rest of the application. You can actually change these uh, out on the fly which again makes putting releasing new features or functionality into the uh, ecosystem really easy. See that your application uses natural language processing. Can you explain what that is and the benefit of it? Yes. Natural language processing is the ability to take the um, English language and turn it into a programmatic uh, expression. So when Lender Price was first formed. Dewar went out and decided, I want to make this as easy as possible for people to use. So to prove that it, that was the case, he went and hired a Starbucks barista to come in and actually gave them the Fannie and Freddie guidelines and said, just type what you see. So they look at the page and it says, if the loan amount is between 100,000 and 200,000 increase the price on the loan by 25 basis points so the individual went and typed all of these statements and behind the scenes the system went and said all right i'm looking for key words or key identifiers so loan amount between 100 and 200,000 increase price by 25 basis points. And then it goes and creates that in programmatic language. So that way the system can easily uh, import rules into the system. And you don't have to hire developers to write the rules on the client side. So we teach people how to use this. And again, it allows us to quickly add products and allows our clients, more importantly, to add products without having to involve the IT department to do it. Well, before I let you go, I'd, I'd like to ask you, are there any new exciting features or functionalities coming out soon that you can share with us? Yes, we actually have a new product that we're releasing called Base Price Solution or BIPS. And this solution is designed to help the capital markets team and secondary marketing team create the base price for their application. We take inputs directly from uh, Bloomberg and TradeWeb, and we import the coupon prices right into the system. And then we allow you to create plans based off of the types of loans that you want to create the price for. So if you want to create your 30-year conventional price, you'll create a 30-year conventional plan. You'll put in the parameters about that. You'll select the coupons that you want to utilize. And then within the application, we also give you the ability to import the buy-up and buy-down grids 
um, as well as your MSR pricing grids. So from there, we take all of those inputs and we run it through all the calculations that today a lot of people use uh, multi-tab spreadsheets in order to do this. We've created it within this application where once you've done the initial setup, you can go into the application, download new coupons, update the pricing plans, and generate new base rates. From there, you can take those base rates and import them directly into the lender price PPE. And we also give you the ability to export them so that you could import them into another pricing engine. But the integration into lender price is smooth, clean, quick, and easy. This gives people a lot of security as well, because you don't have to worry about someone going in and changing a cell on a spreadsheet and having all of your calculations um, go awry. The other thing is, is that we store off historically every time you commit rates to the system. So that way, if your auditors or regulators come in and say, hey, six months ago, we think there was an issue with your pricing. They can actually go in and with a click of a button, bring back up onto the screen all of the calculations that were done six months ago. So that way they can show them, no, here's everything we did and all of the calculations um, are correct. So it gives people a peace of mind knowing that they can go back in time. It gives them the ability to export all of the previous uh, rate sheet information, so that way they could do analysis in a another tool. Um, so we're trying to provide an easy way for people to create their base price that's secure and you know really flexible and, and functional for them. Well, for those people that are looking uh, to see the base price solution in action, or, or maybe a demo of your other services, or uh, more information. What are the, what are the best uh, next steps? Well, if they're going to be at the MBA secondary, uh, we will be there as well, and we'd be happy to uh, bring you up to the suite and show you a demo of the application. Or they can reach out to any of our sales team, and they can schedule a demo of it as well. Fantastic, uh, Paul. I really enjoyed this. Thanks for making the time today. I enjoyed it as well, Robbie. I appreciate you taking the time and uh, look forward to working with you in the future. Rates rose each day last week, including on Friday when debt ceiling news overshadowed Fed Chairman Powell's appearance at a panel discussion in Washington, during which he said that inflation is far above the Fed's objective, but also said that rates may not have to rise as much because of credit conditions. The housing sector is already operating under tight credit, and the general tightening in credit conditions has weighed on spending by households and businesses. However, the U.S. economy is just emerging from an unprecedented debauchery of credit creation during QE4, so this tightening of credit and housing affordability and availability was to be expected and is meant in part to fix the damage already done. Tight credit conditions and less demand for credit will put downward pressure on money supply growth, and bring prices back towards Fed's 2% inflation target. Economic data released over the last week indicated the U.S. economy is slowly losing momentum, though not cooling as fast as some policymakers may have hoped. Many still forecast the U.S. to enter a recession by the end of the year, but the current economic picture is one of stubborn resilience. 
Consumers continued to spend as retail sales rose 0.4% in April. And the control group measure, which excludes the more volatile categories, saw the second largest gain over the last seven months. Manufacturing production was increased in April, but with downward revisions to the prior two months. Overall production was flat. Builder sentiment hit a 10-month high as buyer demand improved and smaller incentives were needed to clear inventory. Housing starts increased 2.2% to a 1.4 million unit pace with a jump in single-family construction in the West. Meanwhile, existing home sales fell 3.4% to a 4.28 million unit pace as inventory remained sparse. Despite the slowdown, existing home sales were 7% above January's low. This last full week of May ahead of the Memorial Day weekend, that includes an early close on Friday, sees $120 billion in fixed coupon treasury supply, PMI flashes, the second look at Q1 GDP, the minutes from the May 2nd and 3rd FOMC meeting with PCE and Michigan sentiment on Friday. In regard to MBS and besides more FDIC sales, Class D 48 hours is today. Today's calendar has no economic releases, but includes remarks from St. Louis Fed President Bullard, Richmond Fed President Barkin, Atlanta Fed President Bostich, and San Francisco Fed President Daly. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. How would you describe 50 years of marriage? After being married for 50 years, I took a careful look at my wife one day and said, 50 years ago, we had a cheap house, a junk car, slept on a sofa bed, and watched a 10-inch black and white TV. But I got to sleep every night with a hot 23-year-old girl. Now, I have a half-million-dollar home, $60,000 car, a nice big bed, and a large screen TV. But I'm sleeping with a 74-year-old woman. Seems to me that you're not holding up your side to things. My wife's a very reasonable woman, and she told me to go out and find a hot 23-year-old girl, and she would make sure that I would once again be living in a cheap house, driving a junk car, sleeping on a sofa bed, and watching a 10-inch black and white TV. (laughs) Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Black Knight. As the mortgage industry continues to evolve and embrace digital capabilities to improve and enhance the origination process, you can count on the innovative and integrated solutions from Black Knight to keep your lending team ahead of the curve. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.